this is live health skill podcast. We are leveling up your health skill. And today we have a wonderful guest here. He's a personal trainer. He's doing a lot of calisthenics. So calisthenics is body weight training. He's from England, England. He's super persistent and puts in a lot of work to his Twitch and his YouTube channel. Not so much on the YouTube anymore. <laughs> okay, okay. When I've got time, when I've got time, I'll get around to it. <laughs> okay, okay. Welcome in the right corner, Primitive Rage. <laughs> Great. How are you doing? How is your day going? I'm really good, man. It's been a been a nice Saturday. I mean, the weather's been decent. That will be my main problem most days is the weather because I can't be outside. Yeah. Because you know, as you know, I like doing pull-ups and muscle-ups. Yeah, I, I saw. Available. I'm a sad boy, but today, today was fine. Okay. It was a a good, good weather, a good day. I've been semi-productive, so, and here we are now. So yes, it improves. Okay, okay. Um, are you stressed out, you guys, in the chat? Well, listen in today's podcast to learn more about setting realistic goals and maybe be a little bit less stressed. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about your fitness journey, um, Connor? Yeah, sure thing. Um, so I started training, um, I don't know, well, when I was about 15 years old, I had a, a pull-up bar installed in my doorframe. And uh, I started just doing chin-ups, you know, every time I walked past it, or trying to do chin-ups, because at first, they're very hard to do, right? So you struggle with that. You do like, you know, one, then you do two, then you do three, then you just keep building, building, building. I didn't really have any kind of a regimented routine in place. It was just kind of, like I say, I walked past the doorframe, felt like doing some pull-ups or chin-ups. Just try a few, you know. Um, and then I started taking it a lot more seriously when I went to university at the age of 18, um, where I had all the free time in the world. Well, minus, you know, when I had to do assignments, which I would uh, normally leave till the last minute and then I rush them in. <laughs> but for the most part, I was uh, I was mainly in the gym, to be honest, when I was at university. Um, it was where I really started my, my journey properly. And um, I'd always be kind of uh, the one that was, I was going to the gym while everybody was coming back from nights out uh, drinking and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I, was, I wasn't a very sociable person when I was younger. Um, I kind of just kept to myself, just did my own thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, but when, I had when I then had control of my time and my diet, which was the biggest thing, um, I really started to make uh, leaps and bounds in my journey. So yeah, then I, I had all the motivation in the world. I was there, you know, first thing in the morning. Uh, even going twice a day at times because it was uh, something I, I had. I finally had control over, you know, some aspects of my life coming away from my parents and uh, that kind of environment. So that was where it really started for me. Yeah. Uh, it was mainly the standard kind of bodybuilding routines I was starting out with. I was um, always on bodybuilding.com, as it would have, as it would happen, um, which was where I got the majority of my, my beginner routines, right? And that's when I would... I'd pick up like a four-week or a 12-week plan. So it's like three periods there, like four-week, four-week, four-week. Makes 12 total. Uh, advancing as you go through the, the periods in, uh, in difficulty and intensity volume as well. Mm -hmm. But I I never really... There were certain exercises through, from those routines that I was like, yeah, these are really good. I like I like these. They, they do a lot for me. And then other ones where I wouldn't really, you know, get much out of. So after about three years of 
trying out different routines from bodybuilding.com, which was, you know, it's, it's a good resource to begin with. But um, back in like 2011, 2012, it was, I mean, I think there was, there was too much information and there was not enough people to call out the, uh, the bullshit that they saw, you know? Yeah. So I, it was a lot of, of kind of digging through different plans, trying to figure things out. And then eventually I got into the habit of picking and choosing my favorite exercises from each routine that I would give a go. And then, yeah, eventually I just kind of pieced my own workouts together and started uh, programming my own stuff from there. Cool. Cool, cool. But that's just the start. There, I, I've been, I mean, I've, I've been training for almost nine years at this point, so I've been through a few different uh, modalities of training. I, I've, I've tried... Um, I've not, not really tried powerlifting if i'm being honest with you because i don't really see the benefit of going for a uh, a one rep max like every other week really <laughs> for me personally that's not how i like to train because i don't really um i don't know i've always been very very cautious around injuries mm-hmm. and i remember one time when i was i was about it was about my fourth year of training when i was starting to get into the heavy lifting stuff i was trying to put my squats up my deadlifts and I uh, attempted a deadlift. I think it was 140 kilograms. And my form was not good. And I pulled my back out. <laughs> and I was laying in bed for like a week. Oh, and, uh, you know, like I, I did, I tried the lift. Then I felt something ping. And then my head just started going like just ringing. I was like, I'm going to pass out. So <laughs> I, I tend to, uh, yeah, I tend to stay away from the heavy list because the risk to reward ratio for me that personally is not really there yeah you know, yeah I, I like to keep myself intact um, I, see, I see that yeah is there anything you want to yeah yeah definitely uh, here already. Why, why are you training in the first place so is it like you want to keep healthy or what's like your really goal or you want to be really this muscular guy that people are looking up to or is it kind of like buff or you know i'm just saying something yeah I had a few different um, motivations for wanting to get in shape. I mean, I always fe- I always wanted to feel capable was probably the first thing. I wanted to feel like I could actually go through my life in a in a decent manner, um, not being scared of things. You know, making sure I was capable. I think the first time I really considered putting on some size was when I went down to the, um, the local shop when I was at university, and I tried carrying back like. Uh, I don't know, like 50 cans of Diet Coke or something because they were on sale. <laughs> I was like, this is a real struggle. I've got to get stronger. So just something as, you know, as menial as that was a, was a, a little trigger for me to try and get stronger. And then um, I've always drawn a lot of inspiration from uh, video games, anime, uh, films, especially TV series, books, you know. Um, I, speak, I was speaking about this on stream yesterday, actually. When I was, when I was first started training, Mm-hmm. One of my main influences was uh, Geralt of Rivia from the Witcher series, and I yep. kind of tried to like base everything in my life around um, like Witcher training. You know, it, as weird as that sounds, I would try and try and put it into a, a modern perspective. And mm-hmm. I have loads of alchemy books and sword fighting books and all that just from that period where I was like, if there's even anything I can pick up from that, then it will be a real a real benefit to me. And the alchemy books, as strange as it sounds have a lot of good stuff in them because it's mainly about um, transmutation of like lower matter into higher matter through uh, intention and you know and direction basically it's it's trying to 
bring good out of the bad effectively because there's no no one was making gold out of anything you know mm-hmm. but due, through the process of you going into these really intricate processes of um you know looking at, at solar cycles and different aspects of elements and things like that and trying to make everything like a perfect um a perfect system to create what you'd call like the philosopher's stone which was kind of like the <laughs> the amalgamation of all the um all the mental and invisible aspects around you, all the spirits, basically, like an amalgamation of that to put that into a, a solid form, which is obviously not a real thing, you know, because <laughs> that's, that's when they started uh, making, you know, alcohol and all that stuff, alcohol and all that stuff, because it was where they would get the spirit mm-hmm. from the plant itself. And that's what they would ingest, you know, that's what they would, they would do. They make all these tinctures and stuff like that, to try <laughs> and bring the spirit of the natural world into themselves. And then through that process of making those, um, those tinctures and stuff like that, they would have gone through a personal transformation in trying to apply themselves to making that, that, uh, you know, that's super interesting. Yeah. Super interesting. Um, let's go a step further. And, uh, how did you, did realistic goal setting help you as, as we're talking about goals and realistic goal setting, how did realistic goal setting help you so far on your journey? Well, in a, a recent, a recent, um, a recent idea of this actually when i was last last month i told myself by the end of the month i'm going to achieve a one-arm pull-up or one-arm chin-up so you know yeah super grip yeah um but i didn't reach it i didn't <laughs> reach it but i'm not really bothered because i i really did try and pro and adjust my programming to that goal so my pulling strength as a result of even even a, you know attempting to reach that move has improved massively uh, especially my my scapular control as well, because that's one thing I've, I've always kind of been lacking. I, I would do um, I would do normal pull-ups, but I wouldn't include the dead hang portion, you know, because you need to do that initial pull with your scapula first of all to initiate the pull. So, mm-hmm. um, elements like that that I I wasn't really implementing into my programming, you really have to take a second look or a third look, fourth look, just to really make sure you're including all the things you need to do. Because with body weight stuff, especially, it's it's very difficult. There's a lot of different variables that go into it. Um, core strength for one of them you know if you want to achieve a good a good front lever or any of the lever exercises you need good core strength <laughs> and coming from a um mainly a bodybuilding discipline i was lacking that severely so when i first saw somebody do a front lever like is the one where you you know you hold yourself like horizontally on the bar mm-hmm. yeah uh, i i would normally have a button or something to press yep. but <laughs> but yeah um i so i set that as my goal because I was thinking, if I can achieve that position, I can hold myself horizontally in the air, I will have abs. There is no way around it. <laughs> yeah. So it was just, um, yeah, just piecing all, the, all those little things together that you've been, been missing from other disciplines, you know. Because the bodyweight stuff is like everything works in tandem. Everything is, is pretty much a compound movement. So everything has to be in check. Yeah. You can't have any weak links in that. Yeah. yeah. But um, again, that, that's, breaking, that's broken down into different progressions of the skill right you're not gonna uh, there's been times before I, I i don't know what happened i've told a story on stream i don't know what happened but i was attempting a a pseudo planche press up right which is where you're like you know the planche where it's basically the front lever but the opposite way around so you're like doing mm-hmm. a push-up but you're floating right yeah and an earlier progression of that is that you have your legs like tucked in and then you just kind of do press-ups like like this pretty much like horizontally mm-hmm and I didn't have the, the, the strength to do it. Um, and then I ended up, I don't know what happened to my sternum, but I felt like a big pop. Um, and then 
every pushing movement movement I did from that that moment on was extremely painful. There was a lot of pressure there. I'd always feel it like clicking and cracking. And eventually, I went to the uh, the doctors for it, and they got I got an X-ray for it, and then they lost the X-ray. So oh. there was no I have no idea what happened there. But um, yeah, that's a good example of trying to push yourself. You you set a goal that's way out of your reach, right? Yeah. I know I can do that movement, but because I was um, I was going through a tough time in my life, and I, I felt like I had something to prove. Yeah. So I was like, no, no, I can do it. I can definitely do it. And I ended yeah. up setting myself further back and put myself even deeper in a hole mentally. Oh wow! Because I tried to, you know, do something that was out of my reach, basically. Oh wow! Yeah. So it's yeah. It's very important to choose something that's actually achievable, or to go about it in a. I mean, sure, set a, the craziest goal you want, but don't expect yourself to get there in a month you know you have to you have to do it in in periods you have to make sure that you can achieve uh, a certain baseline of strength or um or a move or a, a skill progression before you move on to the more advanced ones you know yeah so you you're just wasting your time yeah you ma you mentioned so many great concepts already like in in this little talk that you gave like um, so you mentioned like uh, dividing and conquer like really splitting up the tasks and and uh working towards it and you also said like um you you weren't like sad or anything like when you didn't reach the goal because you were working towards it right mm -hmm. and uh and you you kind of honored that the that you aren't there yet but you're on your way towards that goal yeah um yeah and and then you also said like what what, what was going wrong right um like uh, as you didn't honor like the the goal too much like oh yeah it, it takes some time to get there you want to prove yourself I, I can do this I can push myself even harder um, you kind of like fell back even more that's right yeah. right a good thing another another story about that the one arm chin up uh, challenge I set for myself was when I saw there's a guy called fitness FAQs on YouTube who uh, does a lot of calisthenics content very informational amazing teacher and um, he put a video up around how to achieve your first one arm chin up, right? And I commented on that video because I was also trying to get the YouTube channel going at the time. So I was like, you know, trying to comment where I could just to get my name mm -hmm. out there. Yeah. And um, I said, I'm going for this for next for the end of the end of next month, basically. When he put the video up, it was the end of next month, which would have been the start of this month, right? Um, and somebody commented on there and said to me, "Oh, I've seen so many people say this, but they never achieve it. You're not going to do it. I don't believe you'll do it." And uh, I, I messaged back to him saying, like. Just watch. I'm going to upload it when I do it. So just just watch. If, if I do it, then I'll show you. And then I, I know I didn't do it. And then he messaged me. I, I saw a comment. say I saw a pop up saying he replied to your comment again. And he said, so did you do it? And I was like, no. And that's fine. I have no issues saying that I didn't do it because, well, I'd, I'd be lying. I'd be lying to myself. Right. If I if I said, oh, yeah, yeah no, I did it. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. But again, it, it's taking the ego out of that to say, it's fine. You know, I set a goal. I didn't achieve the goal. Mm -hmm. And that's not really a problem because it's all about my journey in the long run. Right. It doesn't it doesn't matter. I, I mean, I could have I could have really attempted it and I, I could then could have torn my bicep yeah. or pulled my shoulder out or something. It could have been yeah. really, really bad just because I was really trying to satisfy my ego and reach that goal just to prove somebody wrong. You know, it's yeah. one thing trying to prove something to yourself. But if somebody else then sets a challenge for you, you normally go a bit harder. Right. <laughs> And it's always harder if you fail when somebody else has an expectation for you. But uh, that's the thing. I, I think the only way to really get over that is to fail so many times 
that you don't really care anymore because you know it's you know it's all progress in the long run, right? I don't have anything to prove. I'll get there when I get there. You know, definitely, yeah. Set that, set that goal next month if I really want to. Yeah. But there was a lot going on in my life, or not really a lot going on in my life. Mainly me trying to get my stream to the point that I wanted it at because there were so many technical things that were just going wrong, then something else, and something else. But now I've now I've got it to the point where I feel like I can just sling everything out the window, get it all wired in, and it's good to go now. Yeah. Um, I have more space in my brain to actually start thinking about my next goals and uh, how I'm going to apply myself to uh, to my training in the future. Yeah, which I'm very excited about because yeah, now I've got now I've got this this baseline here set up, this this groundwork done. We can uh, we can build from that. So great, great. That sounds amazing. I'm so excited to uh, see you kind of like grow and wherever you go. It's amazing to watch you and, and your stream. There's so many things going on there. Um, <clears throat> let's clear up some some maybe uh, understanding right now. I like to ask you, can you explain the difference between a vision and a goal? Well, I think a vision and a goal, the difference is having a plan, right? Mm-hmm. If you if you have a vision, you can just go, oh, yes, I'll, I'll visualize, I'll achieve this. And then you can dream about all you want. But if you're not actually putting actionable steps in place to achieve that, then, yes, it's, it's just a, a vision, right? Or a wish. You could call it a wish even. Definitely, yeah. But uh, a goal yeah, a goal itself is something you are, you are actively pursuing. You are actively trying to figure out ways to achieve it. Good. Um, I just wanted to clear that up also for the listeners, uh, for the viewers. Um Let's go on a little bit. What happens if you don't have any goals set whatsoever? Well, I think it, it all depends on what kind of person you are. Because um, I myself, I wouldn't really say... There's been periods in my life where I, I've not really had any specific ambition in, in mind or anything I really want to achieve, you know. But that doesn't stop me from uh, laying a groundwork of good habits and trying to improve myself overall, right? I feel like as long as you're as long as you're seeing progress and you're you're trying harder than you did the last time you attempted something, or you're constant because it's the thing with the, the trouble with bodyweight training is that you don't really have too many variables you can track right with a with a standard weightlifting program you're like okay I'll just add five pounds on this week and then mm -hmm. ten pounds on you know it's it's quite easy to see that progression but with the bodyweight stuff it's um it can be quite I think the difficult thing is when you like you can make an exercise diff more difficult by making your form better even because there's been times where i said to myself oh i can do 20 pull-ups but if i try to do 20 dead hang pull-ups which would be much better for me I, I wouldn't get 20 i'd maybe get like 14 or you know even 12 but that number of 20 is just for my ego right i my body doesn't care yeah. my body doesn't really really doesn't care as long as i'm going through the correct range of motion i'm doing it you know, properly and consciously, I don't really have any issues, you know, as long as you're you're constantly trying to improve and you're actually building on good habits day by day. I think some, yeah, some people need goals and some people can kind of just uh, do what I do, which is just kind of, you know, just drift along and, and just try and do your best each time. <laughs> but um, it can definitely make things a bit, a bit squirrely, you know, when you, when you kind of, you don't have anything to track on. You don't have anything to keep track of or, you know, you, you can kind of lose motivation definitely through that. Because if you're not seeing progress, like through numbers, then yes, you will probably uh, probably drop off at that point. But again, I think that's where the difference between uh, motivation and discipline comes in because there gets a point where you, I mean, like I said, I've been training nine years at this point. Yep. 
I, I thought I would have my, my ideal body after like three years, you know? I didn't. <laughs> I thought I'd have my ideal body after another three years of training. I didn't. I thought I'd have it now. I don't. It's all just, it's just brick by brick. You just build on it day by day. And that's all you can really do. As long as you're, you know, I think uh, sometimes I think having a goal can be a bit, uh, a bit crushing, right? Because you kind of hold it as an ideal when an ideal is, is, is a judge, right? It's something you're kind of really trying to, uh, like trying to work towards and impress basically. But you can, I think it's important not to make the goal so extreme that you, you're just crushed by it and defeated and you don't even start right when at the start of quarantine for example i had um i set myself a goal of oh i'm gonna run like every day and i know in the past when i've tried to do that i always end up injuring myself and then i, I don't run at all yeah or if i say to myself oh i'm just gonna do sprints today because sprints are better for me yep. sprints may burn more calories of course in a short amount of time of course but i don't want to do it i don't want to leave the house to go do them because i don't find them fun right i think it's very important that you have a, a modality of training that you actually enjoy doing definitely uh, yeah which is pretty much again this is why i try that's why i started the bodyweight stuff to be honest because it was like or another reason why there's so so many reasons why and then there's no reason at the same time you know i just felt like doing it yeah but, um, i see but, um, i see yeah it's, it's like uh i was like i've got all this muscle and you know it's all cool and all but what can i actually do with it you know <laughs> Yeah. Where's it going from here? <laughs> the only way I could, you know, I, I sure I could eat more and go through bulking and cutting cycles, which don't really work, to be honest. You're better off just maintaining a, a slow, a, a slight increase or a slight decrease from your total daily energy expenditure if you want to lose weight or build weight, right? You don't need to go through these bulking and cutting cycles because you see it all the time. People put weight on in, the, in a bulking, uh, bulking cycle. They lose the weight thinking they're going to be like so much bigger than they were before. Mm -hmm. And they just go back to a normal size and they've mainly gained, they've only gained like two or three pounds of muscle. And then the rest was all fat. And it's just like, you're just kind of cheating yourself, really. Yeah. I think a, uh, a slow, steady approach is ideal, something you can actually be consistent with. Yeah, and, uh, I completely agree. Completely agree with you. Uh, this goes also into life, I think, this, this uh, slow, steady approach. And, and being consistent. Do you think this is like not only applicable? I'm sorry, I kind of like answered by myself. Do you think it's also applicable outside of like working out and working your muscles out? Uh, is that concept also valid? Yeah. Oh, definitely. I think it applies to everything. You know, it's like, um, I think, yeah, there's certain certain overarching principles with, with anything in life. If you want to improve at anything, you know, it could be, like you say about you know a wish or a, a wish and a goal if you're wishing for a lamborghini you know but you're just like you're just looking at photos all the time on your wall or whatever but you're just like oh yeah one day one day it's like well how how you can do it <laughs> think about a business plan think about something you can actually implement to generate that income for you you know um i don't know i i think the the idea of like the secret you know where it's like uh like visualization I think it's important. I think it's it's helpful up to a point because it, I think it really depends on what your intention is with it as well. If it's just for a, a physical gain, like a, a material gain, I think it's a bunch of crap. Like I, I don't. I, I would rather that you say to yourself, "I'm going to try and improve myself," or you know, get these aspects of my life up to the point where that is a possibility for me. You know, <laughs> those kind of things are sustainable in my lifetime or in my with my lifestyle. Like, what's the point of somebody? Uh, like, you know, it, like a parent gives you like a Rolex or something and then you start wearing the Rolex around. 
It's like, you did not do the work required to wear that. Yeah. So if that goes missing, then what? What are you going to do then? Now you've got no Rolex. So <laughs> try and work on getting yourself to the position where you can get your own Rolex, you know? I think the material stuff is all is a byproduct of uh, of improving yourself as a whole, you know. Yeah, I agree. Agree. Um, <clears throat> good. Um, I have one question coming up to what you what you said already. Um, what would happen? Completely theoretical. I yeah. What what would happen if you get to your ideal body? I'll still want to improve it. <laughs> of course, you know. <laughs> It'll never be. It'll never be a. Yeah. It'll never be right. You know. It will exactly. never be where I want it to be. Yeah. And that's fine. You know. It's it's all a it's all a, a massive journey. But as that's what I say a lot of time. As long as I I know that I'm making conscious steps towards where I want to be, I have no problem sleeping at night. Yeah. yeah. You know. Because there's been many periods of my life where I I have done that. I've I've lay awake at night just thinking like I've wasted the whole day. The whole day is completely gone. But. Since I've, I don't know, I, I don't really, really know what happened to me. To be honest, I had um, so this when I think it was all, it was all based around the quarantine. To be fair, so <laughs> when I started the quarantine, I had, uh, I was out of work, I lost a job. Um, actually, luckily, I was furloughed from that job, which means I was receiving like a, a portion of my wage, but I wasn't told that until about a month and a half in because I thought I was going to be like living on nothing, and I'd, I'd come to terms with that, and I was perfectly happy with it. Um, but then they told me, oh yeah, you've got money coming in. So when that happened, I, uh, I kind of got out of my head a bit because the first month I was, I was very, uh, I kind of go very inwards when I feel like everything's kind of crumbling around me. And I, I just spent a whole month playing games basically. <laughs> but for me personally, I felt like it was a really, uh, a valuable experience because it, it kind of, I, I felt like I'd never really had time to catch up on all the games and stuff on all the films and everything that I wanted to kind of watch when I was working. So I felt like I literally just got it out of my system. I just spent like well over a thousand hours playing games. Um, and then I realized, okay, you might be going back to work at some point soon. So you really can't make this count for nothing because this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Like historically, you know, how, how, when is this going to happen again? When are you going to have a chance that you're going to be paid for your time to sit at home? So make something with it. Mm -hmm. um, which is when I started working on the, the book, right? No, and then great. from there, I just had some, I, I was thinking, oh yeah, I'll just make the book and then I'll make, start, you know, doing stuff on Instagram or whatever. But Instagram is so oversaturated. YouTube's so oversaturated. All the ads are just kind of, you know, they, they're kind of, I guess they're good for like raising kind of awareness of yourself, mm -hmm. which is what I was, I was doing anyway. I was just like yeah. kind of putting the feelers out, seeing how like, advertising and stuff. Works. Okay, great. Yeah, um, there's, there's so much to learn in the social area, right? Mm, and uh, I, I like to come one more time back to your, like your ideal body. I, I just want to mention, I find it so beautiful that, that you kind of realize, right? Uh, it's a never ending journey towards there. Mm. And that's so beautiful. That's so beautiful because, it, yeah. It, yeah. There's so much energy in that, so you you know you will never finish, but you still are going step by step towards it, and getting closer yep. and closer. It's so amazing. I, I deeply honor that thought. Um, good. Oh, I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah, I'm sweating. I'm not too. nervous though. Yeah, it's, uh, that's all right. It's hot in here. That's all right. <laughs> um, you know, nervousness brings a lot of energy with it, but probably oh, you know yeah. it. Yeah. So how do, you, do we now set a realistic goal for us? 
So we're having a blank paper in front of us and we want to think, mm. oh, I need to get started. I need, I really want to do this. I have this kind of vision in my head of me getting this Lamborghini. Uh, what's, what's my first step? What's my first goal that I need to set realistically? Well, I think the first thing would be like you've just done, which is identifying your, your goal in general, right? You've got to be specific about what you actually want. So, I mean, this, this like smart goals are pretty much perfectly applicable for you know for beginning your pro your pro your process there. So again, first of all, yeah, you gotta make sure it's specific. You gotta make sure you actually know what it is that you want to achieve. Because <laughs> how are you gonna do that otherwise? You're just working on you know working in the dark, right? Yeah. Um, and then again, as I was talking about earlier with the the measurable aspect of it, with bodyweight stuff specifically to my discipline, it is a little bit harder. But um, you do have all the checks of um, the progressions through the movements, right? So you've got like a tuck, an advanced tuck, a straddle position, and then the full version of it, for example. You know, you've got all those that you can work from. You've got those milestones mm -hmm. to go through. Or, of course, you have, uh, you know, weight lifted, how much weight lifted, sets, reps, you know, rest time even. They're all variables that you can, uh, you can, you know, you can measure effectively. So as long as you're progressing in those, then, yes, you know you're on the right track. Um Something that, again, like I talked about earlier, something being some goals can be too big and they just end up crushing you and you don't even start on them, right? It's cool. I'm, so, I'm, a, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hey, no worries, man. No worries, worries. It's all right. Uh, yeah, so you got to make sure it's achievable, right? You can't you can't say, yourself, say to yourself, oh, I'm going to do a... Like, I, I can't say to myself, I'm going to do a, a, pl a full planche by like next week because it's not going to happen and i'm not going to even start it because i know it's impossible so make sure it's actually a realistic thing you can actually uh, you know achieve there um yeah. and ov obviously it's got to be the the steps you're taking have to be relevant to that of course they have to be otherwise you again you're just you're deluding yourself and you're never going to reach the goal you actually set because you're not working towards it but i think something good to bring in there is um Again, why I like bodyweight exercise so much is because a lot of them are compound movements, right? So you have a lot of bang-for-your-buck exercises, I'd call them. Mm -hmm. So a relevant exercise is something that, you know, trains what you want to train. And a lot of bodyweight stuff, If, like I said about earlier with the core, if you want abs, pretty much every single um, lever exercise you do or all lever exercises you do, so like the L-sit, back lever, front lever, yeah. they all require massive core strength. So if you're doing those exercises, you're also working your back, your biceps, your triceps, every, your shoulders, everything. They're all yeah. being worked. Everything is working in unison. So that's what I would class as a bang for your buck exercise, right? Yeah. Again, the compound movements is why I'd still do squats, why I still do deadlifts, why I still do overhead press as well with a barbell. Um, I use those movements if I can because they work effectively. Yeah. Sure. I could say, oh, I'm just going to do legs with jumping squats and stuff like plyometrics. Which is all well and good, but if I have if I have the equipment there that has a massive potential for overload, like putting more plates on the bar, and again something that's measurable, because something for me at the moment is I'm trying to get my squats up, I'm trying to get my heavy Great. lift up, and yeah, I can yeah. track that easy with plates, right? Yeah, it's it's easy to track. Um, so yeah, compound movements, full body movements, all great. If you need to do isolation stuff, then sure, but they're mainly just accessory things for the most part. Okay. Um, yeah. And then last part of a smart goal being time-based. You have to set a time for it. Otherwise, you're not going to do it, are you? 
a deadline. I'll just put it off. I'll just put it off. Yeah. You, you need to make sure you're really... It's got to be reasonable uh, in time that you actually push yourself towards it. It can't yeah. be so far away that it's like not even worth trying. Or, yeah. Um, you know. yeah. I see. I see. Um, let, let's translate it a little bit. Uh, let's do this together into, into going away from like working out and coming into um, maybe a job or something. Uh, let's say... I don't know. You want to work as um, in the in the stock market or something, mm -hmm. and um, now let's think about bang for your buck exercise. Would that be maybe reading reading books about reading books about uh, the stock market? Would that be like um, di uh, having discussions with experts? What See, do you it's, think? It's a weird one with the, the stock market as a specific example because there's so much uh, like luck and chance involved in that, right? Yeah. That I think there, there's definitely. I mean, the book you were look. I, I saw you. You post a selection of books with mm -hmm. the uh, like the learning how to learn one, right? The yeah. art of learning. Yeah. I feel like that and um, many kind of yeah many ideas like that like learning how to learn is the most important thing you can do because a lot of the principles you learn from that will apply to every single thing you can do like yeah. it's again bang for your back exercise is, is learning the metaphysics of something right the overarching themes of it how mm -hmm. the universe effectively works because great. it's the same for pretty much everything that's amazing so once you learn that yeah yeah everything great. kind of comes together nicely. comes together right yeah so so amazing um Let's go a little bit further. Um, I still, I still want to come a little bit. Ah, <sighs> shall we, shall we go one more time back to that? Yeah, let's go one more time back to to that. How important is it to to really finish a goal? Like, imagine you have invested a lot mm. in into it, and other than, let's say it's outside of like body training and it's outside of working out because it's completely in a new field. Let's go back to the stock market and you're kind of like, you're investing route now, you're planning your invests, your first money, this first time, and you kind of like decide, okay, I'm, I'm not doing it anymore. Um, is that bad? No, or... I wouldn't say so. Okay. I wouldn't say it's bad. I mean, if you, if you feel like you've wasted your time, then sure, it's bad. But if you've learned a lesson from it, then okay. I wouldn't say that's a negative. That's great. Thought. Yeah, that's great. There there needs to be a lesson. So somebody somebody needs to be able to see the lesson that he has learned. And um, he kind of needs to go inside of himself and check out that lesson, right? Yeah. You need to be able to connect to that lesson, right? If you can't do that, then... Um, it's going to be really affecting you in a bad way. And I think exactly that's that's what you also said, like in the beginning with like how you didn't reach your goal completely, but you saw like the steps towards it and, and you're not giving up, right? You're still working on it towards it. Um, <clears throat> the thing is that right now, imagine you, you work towards a goal that is not healthy for you. Maybe you change your nutrition up or something like that. And um, it doesn't affect you in a good way and you feel less energetic, uh, you feel bad. Would you just give up on the goal or would you continue on and finish that goal, finish and reach that goal? And 
how matter it doesn't matter how much time it takes how it doesn't matter how how many days you feel bad you would just keep on going until you reach that goal or would you say would you say like at one point like oh no doesn't it really feels bad my body doesn't want it to do it anymore i i don't want to do it anymore or how do you see that it's a little yeah well i've actually gone through this exact scenario in the last like two weeks um i, I was when i start when i started doing the streaming i was i was quite lean i was probably around like uh maybe 11 or 12 percent body fat if i had to guess um like everything was very visible. I was I was very very lean, and then as I I as I started doing more, I started getting cold, and I was like, oh, I need to put a bit of weight on now because I'm going to be in the shed more, so that's where I have all my weights. So I'm going to start putting on a bit more mass so I can have more absolute strength, which means I can move more weight, right? But so bulking essentially, but for a purpose. Um, and then I got about two weeks into it, and. I felt awful, I, like mentally especially. I was like, I feel like I'm kind of losing my, uh, I don't know. I felt my my abs kind of going on me, and I was like, hmm, <laughs> this don't feel right. This don't feel right. <laughs> but the good thing is, I also realised <laughs> that I can also adjust my form, right? I can polish my form up, which will help me move more weight. Yeah. So, which I have been doing, and it's working. I'm now I'm now eating uh, the same I was. I'm I'm reeling in basically. My my snacking got way out of hand, but I was still training. You know, I was still doing my normal thing. Mm -hmm. Just had a little bit more weight on me, and my my diet wasn't as as clean as it was. Um, but yeah, I then I then just kind of got rid of that goal. I was like, I don't need to put weight on anymore. Mm -hmm. I just need to polish up the form and work harder, keep at it. I've not been doing the lift, the you know, the weightlifting stuff for too long anyway, so my body just needs to adapt anyway. So I don't need to go to that like uh, nuclear level of just packing on mass to try and move more mass there's a lot of other things you can look at to uh you know to improve those lifts okay great but, um, yeah now now i i reeled it in and I'm, I'm getting stronger i'm losing weight again and yes just overall feeling good but because I, I i changed that because i was feeling bad about myself and especially if i if i'm on stream i like to feel confident of course i like to feel that i look good otherwise i just don't talk as much you know i like to if i feel good i feel like i look good i'm just gonna keep rattling on you know otherwise i'll just be like oh no one wants to watch me i feel bad i look fat you know so i kind of have to uh I, again i wasn't looking fat i know that people are like you still look good don't worry about it but i noticed that in myself you know and i was yeah. feeling heavier i was feeling yeah. a bit more sluggish yeah but uh so yeah i just abandoned it i was like it's fine okay okay great um Let's come, we're already coming to the second section of the uh, podcast right now. So dear friends in the chat, you're very welcome to ask Connor right now questions about setting realistic goals or goal setting. And um, we already talked a little bit about like t deadlines, setting, setting deadlines. And uh, what about distractions? What about distractions? How do you handle your distractions? Like they're coming in and blocking kind of like the access to your goal. How do you handle that? Well, I, probably not the best advice for people, but if I have an urge for something, I tend to just let it happen because I know that in the long run, I'm only repressing something that I'm is going to come back to bite me in the ass later on, right? So... I've definitely, I've definitely managed to reel that in a bit more um, in the in the previous years, but 
when I started training, like cheat days, for example, I'd just be like, okay, I want a cheat day. And I've got these cravings building and building and building in my head all week. So I eventually, I got to the point where I was literally just, because my diet was lacking at that point, it wasn't very tasty. It was just the standard like chicken, broccoli and rice, you know, the, the usual stuff mm-hmm. that people tell you to eat when you're trying to put on muscle. <laughs> and um, it would just cause me so many cravings that I'd have to just literally make myself feel sick from eating uh, like junk food to get it out of my system for the week. And that would be like a, a regular process that I just like keep going through, um, which again, is not good. I would not advise you to do it. You definitely need to look at your diet as a whole if you're having cravings that are causing you to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of like a, a, like playing games, for example, mm-hmm. um, if I re- if a game is like on my brain like constantly, I don't fight it because it's a very rare occasion that I, I really get into something like that. Um, last one was uh, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of... I was like, uh, before that, before I played that game, the week before that, I was like, stream stuff, uh, stream assets, Photoshop, video editing, all that stuff. I got that game, and I was like, just playing it for like a week straight. Just as soon, whenever I had free time, I'm still doing the streams, of course. Yeah. But um, whenever I had free time, I was just like, nope, play this, play this, play this. But okay. I enjoyed it. I am so happy that I did that because it was an experience that I really enjoyed. And I feel like I would have been... Uh, Again, cheating myself out of that experience because it's not just about your physical health, right? You need to make sure you're taking care of yourself mentally too. And if my mental game isn't in check, then that's my whole basis for my whole life, right? If that's gone, then what am I going to do? I'm just going to, I'm going to fall down the hole. I'm going to fall into the the crumbled foundations. So I need to make sure that even if it may seem a bit, you know, a bit negative or a distraction, Mm -hmm. I still make time for them if my brain tells me I want to do it. That's great. I I love how you how you're doing that, and I ho- love how you respect like your mental health as well. It's it's mm. such it's very very valuable and a kind of like adult perspective on it. Of course, like um, if if you're getting more like um, things to do and you need to have even more more things to do around, you probably can't do that anymore to that that extent. But right now, it's the right thing for you, and you see that, right? And you say that, and that's yeah. great. That's great. Um, so you have it under control. That's that's amazing. Yeah, which is why I didn't feel bad about leaving it so long before I started streaming, because I, I, you know, I could have beat myself up and said, "Oh, I could have been streaming right from the start of quarantine," or I could have been streaming like two years ago when I was, you know, still really into training. But the truth is, I wasn't in the state of mind to do it at that point. So it would have been it would have been pointless. There would have yeah. been no no point in me doing it because I wouldn't have been present for it. I wouldn't have been the person I am now. I wouldn't have been you know speaking as much as I am. It wouldn't have been worth it. Start quarantine, I would have been useless at this. I had to kind of get myself. Like I said, I I gorged myself on on games until I literally was like, I'm bored of this now. Yeah. I had to just yeah. I had to get out of my system, and sometimes that's the best thing to do. You know. Great, 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 great. That's amazing. Um, let's go a little bit in another uh, question right now. What kind of tools do you use like to plan your goals out? I have um, my notepad on my phone, really. That's, uh, that's kind of it. If I have like something that pops into my head, I'm like, oh, I want to achieve that. I'll just uh, write kind of a really overarching or broad idea down. Um, and then 
whenever I've got free time again, because I normally have these thoughts like late at night if I have a, you know, set a goal for myself as like me laying in bed and I'm like, oh yeah, I need to write this down otherwise I'm going to forget that I, I want to achieve this basically. Uh, and then when I'm, you know, throughout the week, I just kind of go back to it and, uh, well, yeah, have a good look at it and see if I was just really tired or something and uh, is it actually realistic? And then, yeah, if it is, then yes, I will, uh, I will start to start to make a step towards it but even with the stream for example you know i had um i had a direction in my head when i started doing it how i wanted to get it yeah um and i've had to make some real uh compromises yeah things because at first it was looking like that my only option was going to be because the problem is i have my computer here mm -hmm. but i stream out in my garden which is downstairs yeah out the window i need yep. like 20 meter long cables to to be able to do it basically yeah um and my plan first of all was i'm going to buy a laptop but I don't have money for it to spend a thousand pounds on like a, you know, like a quad core 16 gig RAM, like laptop. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. So I was like, I got, I got to find other things to do here. So, uh, yeah, then I kind of went down the path of day by day. Like I, I maybe have like, I have time when I'm at work to research things and, you know, do that, but I can't put anything into action until I get home effectively. <laughs> so I'd have, I'd have all day to think about things at work. I'd just be writing down notes, researching stuff, seeing what I could do, uh, find, trying to find alternatives. And then as soon as I get home, I had like half an hour before the stream started before I could actually, that I, I had to actually like act, like implement them. Mm -hmm. So I'd plan the stuff at work, come home. I got half hour to try and put the stuff in place. And uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I end up being late for the stream because I'm messing around with something that then has yeah. a knock-on effect on something else. And yes, things just keep going wrong. But um Day by day, again, day by day, week by week, when I had the resources to buy uh, buy things that would help or had time to research things that would solve my issues, I'd sort it out. And just like half hour a day for a good like three weeks and I am where I am now. So Great, great. Which is uh, more, in, more in the uh, direction of what I wanted. There's still yeah. a, a lot of things I want to do to it. Definitely. <laughs> There's uh, always, there's always something else to do, you know, yeah. we, we went over that already. Um, let's, let's go into a question from the chat from Queen Sugar Buns right now. Uh, hello, Queen. Um, let's, let's start from the end there. What do you do when you all of a sudden start going in the opposite direction of your goals? Whether because of something like COVID or depression or a situation you're going through in real life. You start going the opposite direction. It's, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I've always had a, a good, a good ability to, I've never really been like worried about my own thoughts or, or scared of my own thoughts or, or running myself into a bad situation because I know, uh, or, or putting my brain into the concept of a bad situation. I, I've always, um, heavily drawn from, uh, like stoicism. So memento mori, for example, like remember death, right? As morbid yeah. as that sounds, I find it uh, a very liberating way to think about things because it's like, you know, things could be gone like tomorrow. You could be gone tomorrow. So I don't, I don't put too much uh, pressure on myself or anything really. Um, I just kind of take, you know, each day as it comes. I try and do the best I can uh, to, because I, I have funks too. You know, there's some days where I just really don't feel like doing what I'm doing, but. Mm -hmm. um, once I kind of, I take the time to think about it, writing things down is, is probably the main way I get myself out of funks like that. Right. I'll just, I'll just like word vomit onto a document on my phone and just yep. like really try and iron 
like just go through it and see like where am I catching myself out here? What things are catching me out? Mm. Um, what am I getting hung up on? Well, uh, what... I mean, it's a, it's a hard process. It's a very hard process to be introspective at that level. But I feel like there is uh, no real better exercise you can really do because it, it will really kind of set your, your goals into perspective because you'll have to think about why you want to achieve them, right? Great. You'll really yeah. have to sit there and go, you got to face yourself with it and be like, yes. Okay. What, what do you think about daily journals? Uh, I don't, I don't keep a daily journal because I don't have, um, let's say, I, I'm too, I'm too kind of wispy with this stuff. Like I, I, I kind of go through I, like phases where I'm like, okay, I'll write things down for a week, but I don't like setting that framework for myself because it feels like a commitment. So I tend to just like, if I feel like doing something, I just, you know, I'll write it down. But it's only when I kind of reach like critical mass in my head where I feel like I have no other option right now than to try and like get this out onto some paper and like rationalize yeah. it and try and make yeah. sense of it. I have, I do exactly the same and I try to do uh, daily journals, but I do at the, exactly the same as you're doing it. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Um, let's go into another question from Nico. So how do I pr prioritize my goals? Or in other words, how do I know these are really long-term goals I want to follow, not just some random new idea I think that is like awesome in the moment. I don't think there's any harm in just, uh, I think you're thinking too far in the future there. You have, I mean, sure, goals are definitely, they should, you know, you have long-term, short-term, everything else. But I feel like, like I was talking about earlier, if you have an urge, I would say just go with it. The, the worst thing you're going to do is waste like a week of your time. And, not, and you're not even going to waste it because you've explored another idea, right? You've explored a new idea, a new avenue. And that's it. The journey is is everything, right? It doesn't matter. The long, long-term goal is, is cool and all, but I feel like the lessons you learn in trying to achieve that are, I mean, you might even iron out the issues yourself in trying, in just starting the journey with it. You know, you'll be like, how am I going to make this more efficient? How am I going to solve this problem, this problem, this problem? Because there's always going to be problems, right? There's always going to be something you can do to change it up. Yeah. But um, I think the best way to, well, to prioritize it, first of all, you got to make sure it's something you actually want to do, right? But I think a lot of the times you won't know that until you start it. Yep. So I would say the best thing you could do there is just give it a go. Yeah. Just give it a go. Unless it's going to involve you spending like thousands and thousands of pounds of your money as an initial investment, because that's the only time it's going to be a bad idea, right? Is when you're going to have some kind of, you know, tangible loss from it. Because time is just time, right? Yeah. Time is for you to explore anyway. So just, you know, give it a go. Unless you're losing financial capital from it it's not really a, a loss great so, great yeah unless, thank, you know, thanks. as long as you're not hurting anybody else as well of course <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely yeah. um let's go let's go a little bit further um i come to a topic that i really like to talk about uh to together with you before finishing up right um rewards so mm -hmm. think about your finishing up uh, a goal Say say let's let's say you finish up a big goal in like your streaming career, kind of like you 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 get to a point where you're quite quite happy with yourself at at one point. Uh, how do you reward yourself yourself? Hmm. How do I reward myself? I don't. Uh. I would say well, I mean. I don't really, I've never really been one to care about like, uh, you know, material stuff, really. I wouldn't say, like, oh, I'm, I'll buy myself this or that or whatever. I pretty try and buy myself an experience of some kind, but 
Yeah. You know, a new car would be would be cool. Anything that I I need uh like to function as a human being in a in a modern society. You know, if I can yeah. anything I can improve with that, then then cool, I would do that. But I feel like uh just having well, I was a very reclusive person um, prior to me streaming, and just having this community like available to me here and or being available for them as well you know it's, it's, it goes it goes every way it goes every which way but um that has been the biggest reward i could have asked for honestly like having having people that are always there uh, to chat to you know they always come through always showing support it's uh because i yeah I, i've i've not really had too much of that in my life so this is you know even making a post on instagram and being like Oh, I've done really well with this and this, and then someone just anybody sending me a message going like, "Oh, that's that's awesome, man. I'm proud of you." That means a lot to me. Like my next door neighbor yesterday, he was like, uh, "I was talking to him for a while because I've not spoken to him for a little while," and uh, he was like, "Oh, I'm proud that you're actually doing this now. That like you've actually started doing something." Yeah. Because I was just, I don't, I don't know what happened. I mean, I've I've had all the stuff to like to do this for years, yeah. but I just never had the state of mind to do it. I was like, oh, one day, one day, one day, I'd build up this massive thing. And then eventually what made me do it was not thinking about it at all. <laughs> I was like, I got my phone. I've got, I basically bought myself like a new, I've got the iPhone 11 with like a unlimited data plan on it, which I thought was going to be awesome because I could do 4G streaming and it would be like at least 720p, right? It wasn't, it was awful quality yeah. but because <laughs> the, the area, the coverage here is awful. But yeah. just the fact of me going, I've got a tripod already. I got the phone, which is just wireless, good to go. Streamlabs on, stream go. That was it. That's Great. all I did. And yeah. then from there, I started. Then since then, it's just been yeah a thoughtless process. Just do my workout as normal, but stream it. Great. And see what happens from there. Great. Great. That's amazing. Um, Connor, thank you so much for being here today. And what we have one last question coming up your way right now. Mm -hmm. What are your goals with your online presence right now? So looking a little bit towards the future. Mm -hmm your vision um i i kind of talk I, okay so i i said this about two weeks ago i said i would love to have a uh, thousand followers by the end of the year yeah but that was me coming off of a a 10 day um a 10 day period where i got like a hundred followers in that 10 day period and i was oh, wow. thinking oh this will keep up they didn't because then i had like three days where i had no followers at all so it's just, you know, I, I'm, I've still got that goal in mind. But again, like I say, I'm not attached to the goal itself. Yeah. As long as I'm trying to progress things like that, I think that's possi possibly why I've I've gained the followers that I have is because I, I'm actively trying to improve the stream on like a daily basis. Yeah. I'm not, I'm never happy with it. I'm always trying to, you know, implement new yeah. things and uh, spice it up a bit. But that's great. Even though some people don't want the spice. They want it, you know, they want it plain. <laughs> But, you know. <laughs> Good. So, dear friends, you have heard it. He wants thousand followers by the end of the year. Please go and assist, dear primitive rage, in this endeavor. He's amazing. He will help you out. He's a personal trainer. If you need his assistance, definitely check him out. Write him through Instagram, or check him out on Twitch, or check him out on YouTube. You will find his. Here's um, contact data wherever, right? Also, 750 followers. I'm doing a solid snake cosplay. <laughs> That's amazing. We need to see this go. and we need to see this soon. So, dear friends, check him out. 
Give him a follow. So uh, again, um, let's conclude conclude this a little bit up right now. We have spoken about goals. Um, you have spoken that we can step back from goals and kind of like thinking about things that we have learned in the process. We have spoken about divide and conquer. We have spoken about a lot of different other things um, that are so, so, so great. Uh, this podcast was really, really rich and uh, my my deepest appreciation to you. Um, thank you for your honesty and your answers. Um, you can really feel, feel that out if somebody's honest or not. And uh, I think you delivered today. Thank you so much, um, Connor. Thank you, Marcel. Thank you. Yeah, I try. I, that's the thing. I, you know, people are like, oh, I'm not giving too much information away because it, you know, it will come back and hurt me or something. I'm just being myself. There's nothing that can hurt me because I know it already. So nobody can use anything against me. I can be as open as I want and, you know, whatever yeah. happens, happens, because I've divulged information. So, great, great. We'll do that. So, so yes, always try dear, to be open. Dear friends in the chat, we're right now heading over to uh, this Discord. We are going in uh, quickly into the Discord. If you like to chat with us for a little time, come into the Discord. Um, let me check... Where's the Discord uh, shout out? Uh, I just quickly press this. There should be all the information about me and also the Discord should be coming up very, very soon. So join in there, come into our chat and talk with us. Um, that's what we're doing right after this podcast. This was Health Skill Podcast. It's now coming again weekly towards you. So yeah. I'm really excited. I'm really excited. Very nice, very nice. Yeah. And learn more about femininity next week together with a wonderful yoga friend, Chody Bien. She's from Canada. And uh, we're going to talk all about femininity as we have been talking about masculinity already. And tune in live next week at www.moment.yoga slash twitch. We're available on all major podcast platforms and as well on YouTube. This was Health Skill Podcast Live. We are leveling up your health skill.